Alaskans, wherever you are, welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right in a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to MustReadAlaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Welcome, everybody, to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. Actually, today, I'm not even in Alaska. I'm down in the crazy lower 48, helping my dad move. So I'm at my mom's house today, having some awesome time with her. And I hope that it is sunny in Alaska and people are catching some sun rays. Man, the Kenai Peninsula, I'll tell you what, has been very, very busy. Everybody and their mom is on the Kenai Peninsula trying to get their uh, dip netting fishing. Just want to encourage folks, if you do go on the Kenai Peninsula, make sure to clean up after yourself because holy crud, every dumpster was full and filled with trash and trash on the sides and trash on the beach. And I just think that it's a sign of being a good neighbor if you go down there and you clean up after yourself. But without further ado, we have somebody very special today, a special guest today, somebody who is breaking in, has probably already broke into the music scene. She's She's had some success as a musician. She's doing shows all summer, all over Alaska. Ellie Nelson, welcome to the Must Read Alaska show. Thank you so much, John. I'm so excited. Well, I'm excited. And you also might be playing our North Road Car Show event September 2nd. So that's also double exciting. I just want to forewarn you, we have a real rough and tumble crowd out in Nikiski. <laughs> That's right where I fit in, John. I am stoked to do it. I I really, I mean, me and the boys, me and my band will play wherever, whenever, whoever. We just love doing it. Like, it's so fun for us. So I'm excited. Nice. So talk to me about, you know, what first got you into music, the art of music, being a creative, you know, walk us back to those early days on what sparked your interest. What was it that got you excited about making music? Oh, man. Are we doing the short story or the long story? Oh, you can do whatever, <laughs> whichever version you want. Well, I mean, man, right out of the shoot, I was dancing and singing and loud. And I, I mean, ever since I can remember, I feel like I've had that performer personality and not in a fake way. I was just, I loved people. I loved being loud. Um, and my mom forced me to take piano lessons at a really young age. And so, and my piano teacher was my neighbor. And I remember trucking up every, whatever it was, Wednesday afternoon or something like that. And just, I was so mad. I did not want to take these piano lessons. For some reason, like reading the music off of a page always it just wasn't my thing. And it felt too like confined. Right. And, um, eventually moving forward, I started taking, uh, piano and voice lessons from someone when I was like 12, 13. And that's when I fell in love was when I could do both at the same time. Cause that's how I wanted to express myself. Right. And, um, but I, so that was sort of the start of my music when I was like 13. Um, I had gone through some really traumatic things in my life. Um, my brother passed away when I was really young at 13 and from a drunk driving accident. And that 
really shook the whole dynamic of, you know, my family and my personal life. And um, I'm six years sober now, which is a miracle. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, yeah, it's a huge accomplishment. But um, back then, that was not the case. I got, you know, into drugs and alcohol to cope with a lot of things that I was struggling with at the time. And, um, and so a lot of, I had so much built up emotions and trauma and things I didn't know how to put into words. And I always tell people that like my music really kept me alive during that time because that was like the one thing that was tangible right like everything else just felt so chaotic and scary but that was like my anchor and so once I got so I got sober before I could even legally drink so that's funny (laughs) but so around 2021 I had started like actually writing music instead of just playing and um I moved down to California and I had started uh, going to college down there and I started taking this singing class and it was more just for fun, you know, and I had never really done it like in a professional way, at least my music. And, um, and I started singing and people are like, you're actually like really good at this. And I was like, sweet. Do you want to hear some of like my original stuff? They're like, that's really good. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll get into the studio and record something that I've written. And that ended up was kind of the, I mean, that was the actual beginning of, you know, releasing my music and recording and starting to book shows and that kind of stuff. Um, And yeah, from there, I just moved back to Alaska here last October. And I'm so grateful that I did make that move because a lot of it, of course, it was like for family and my friends because I was born and raised here. But a lot of it was like, I know how supportive this community is. And I know that I'll be able to do my music as I want. You know what I mean? Like I can play at those bars. I can play at those events. I can do these things in this community is like so supportive. And so um, that was a big reason of why I moved back and um yeah it's been awesome ever since and I feel like our community just loves it and it's it's a blast it's so fun that's awesome so for folks listening in um we'll put the link to her to your Spotify and YouTube in the description and you know one one will can watch your YouTube and they will quickly learn that you know you wear your heart on your sleeve as you're singing and you know nobody will ever say that you have a lack of passion in your singing what's it like to be a creative in Alaska because it seems like there's a small tight-knit group of folks that um are you know kind of young entrepreneurs and and um uh have each other's backs and those kinds of things is it hard to be tough is it hard to be a creative in Alaska and be successful or have you found it to be fruitful and something you can flourish in I feel like I can definitely understand that point of view of where, you know, we don't have, you know, it's not Los Angeles. Right. And so, but what I have found is like, it's so much more, um, it was so much more competitive down in California, as far as like, everybody's trying to be somebody, you know what I'm saying? And so like here, I feel like people are so much more like genuine. And when I like hand them my business card, they actually go to my website and they look. And they actually go and follow. 
I put out my show, people actually, you know, come and make a death, like a, an effort to be there and like be supportive. And everybody that does music here, I want to give a shout out to like, first of all, my band members, um, Jack Hester and Rusty Clark. They, I don't know how we are the most opposite group of people, <laughs> but we love each other so much and have so much fun and are so supportive, like personal and um, like career wise, you know, and as far as our music goes, like we really build each other up and we have an amazing time. Um, Micah Day is one of, we had him for a sound guy the other day. He was the most humble servant is literally how I could put him. He's like, anything you need, more water, more reverb, whatever you, you guys are so amazing, just so supportive. And so I find that like the support is really there. And also like the places to play because everybody's looking for something to do. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's looking for something to do. So I feel like it's definitely possible um, as far as like resources for recording and stuff like that. I found a little bit trickier of a time because um, I always worked with my producers in LA. Um, Do we have like a recording studio in Alaska that's on par with stuff you'd find in LA or is that is that tough to find? I feel like there is. And I've been talking to somebody recently about getting in with somebody that was new because me and the boys, Rusty, my electric guitar player, he has everything that we need to record. He just hasn't, he's recorded more just instrumental, not vocals. And so my vocals, we had, you know, kind of messed with a little bit and I had ended up sending them down to LA just to kind of, you know, have the edits and whatever I needed. And so the final product is wonderful. Um, but there is, how do I say? I have not had as much access, I feel like, or at least on my end, like the knowledge of who I need to reach out to until like recently. And so th that's in the books already about, you know, me connecting with this person that I guess recorded for like Reba McIntyre that lives nice. here. That's and awesome. so I'm like, okay, I need him. <laughs> Rusty's phenomenal, but I need this guy. Cause that's, yeah, that would be awesome. So I think it is limited resources, but they're here you know that's cool so yeah. you have a, a couple of different music videos out mm -hmm. they're they're pretty creative uh what's your process as you go to shoot a music video either with somebody or with your band what what is your creative process because it's almost like a mini movie it's not something you can just you know willy-nilly throw together you have a number of them out there that are very good um talk to us about your process to create those I don't make me cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I that's that could be I have a lot of favorite parts of my music, obviously, but as far as the process in creating a music video, it is my whole heart, right? Because there's one thing about writing a song and putting words to what you're saying, but it's a total different experience when <clears throat> you get to watch exactly scene by scene what I'm talking about you know and so of course every song is going to be different you know and what I want to depict um or express but um as far as the actual process goes I I mean I I can't really explain it except for that I just have a certain image and a certain story that I want to get across and I want to make it clear and and I want it to be 
either relatable or yeah, I mean, basically just relatable. Like I want to reach people. And especially in some of those videos that, you know, depict like my drug addiction or, you know, my eating disorder recovery or whatever, like I want people to know that like that's understood. And I think that's really, really important um, to show. And it's super, I mean, it's super uncomfortable for me to put that in a video for the world to see, you know what I mean? Like it really feels extremely vulnerable, but at the same time, if it's going to reach somebody else that is either in that or has been through that is, you know, kind of why I, I mean, of course it's initially for myself and my own self-expression, but like, if it helps somebody in the process, like it's incredible. But as far as like, you know, I, down in LA, I had, um, a, the guy that was managing me down in LA has a music video production company and he kind of set me up with the videographers and the different directors and stuff like that so I would basically come to them with this idea and then we would I would rent the space I would you know whatever I needed to do on my end and then we'd all show up and we would just make a video and it was always so fun working with them because I just felt so insecure when I first started doing videos, you know what I mean? Because it's like, Oh, what do I do with my hands? And like, how do I, you know, and they were nothing but like supportive and also like in on the whole creative part of things, you know, which was really helpful too. And like, just really, I guess just saw me as an equal. It wasn't like I was working with people that were like above me or something. Like they really enjoyed what I was doing. And like, I felt like I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be, you know? Um, yeah. So I, I, I love, I love music videos. I love music videos. Do you um, have one coming that coming out that hasn't been released yet? Or do you have plans? No, no, not more? right now. No. I do have a new single um, that is still, it's uh, the one that me and Rusty and Jack all recorded here, um, but we had sent it to LA just to have some final edits and stuff like that. Just a little more mixed down and stuff like that, just some levels. Um, so I'm waiting to hear back from my producer actually right now. So nice. it should be coming soon. It's called Bad Decision. Um, I've done some of those in my day. <laughs> could be relatable. <laughs> yeah. So what what kind of advice would you give somebody? There's going to be um folks listening to this thinking like holy crap this person's overcame a lot you know addictions disorders her brother died young um what kind of advice would you give folks who you know want to do something follow their dreams but have that little voice in the back of their head that says you can't do it i mean if i would sum it up just do it <laughs> Like, Just do it nice. <laughs> like you your head is lying to you about the things that you can accomplish and the things that you can overcome because I mean and that's is the thing that rings true for me is like everything that my head tells me that is negative about myself or I can't do it like I somehow found and I you know I don't want to be bring religion or whatever but like god really like was able to remove 
those fears and those doubts in my mind. And like, I was able to step forward and like do those things anyways. And like, it ended up being the most important things in my life. The things that I was most scared of ended up being the things that are most important to me today, you know? And, and so it sounds so, you know, cliche, but like literally just move forward, just do the thing because it's going to be worth it in the long run, you know? And, um, I think those insecurities are so, it's so relatable to think like, oh, I'm not enough or, you know, what do I really have to offer or whatever. But it's like, if you just move forward and do it like, or if you don't do it, then you're never going to know, you know what I mean? The results. So, um, yeah, my heart really goes out to people that, um, struggle. And I think that's probably one of the fuels that fuels my, you know, my passion for it and, um, and my writing. So. So what's your ultimate goal? Is this something that you want to be on tour, you know, 250 days a year touring all over the U S is this something that you want to keep local in Alaska? What, what's your ultimate goal with music? Well, I would like to be Adele, but I don't know if that's feasible. (laughs) (laughs) Good goal. (laughs) No, I mean, I don't know, man. I didn't even see it like going this far. So I'm sort of like, the sky is the limit. Like, let's just see how it goes. Um, For right now, you know, we're just booking shows like anywhere in between. I mean, somebody asked us to play in Fairbanks and I'm like, all right, if you're going to pay for the gas, like we'll be there, you know? Um, But yeah, so right now it is just in Alaska. Um, but as far as like where things can go, I would love to be touring the country. Um, I think that would be an incredible goal. Um, but right now, you know, me and my band, we've been playing since what, November, December, like just practicing. And then we started having shows. I think our first one was like April or May. So it's really just kind of getting, it's like, we're getting our feet under us and we're feeling more confident and more people are asking. And so I think that's all how it kind of begins though. Right. But the ultimate goal would definitely be to, I really want to release an album. That's really important to me. A, Cause right now they're all singles. Um, and so I, yeah, I would really like to have an album recorded and um, yeah. And then also just keep doing as many shows as we can. And like, eventually when we get enough traction, you know, which it seems like it's going in that direction to be able to do some kind of a tour, whether that be just in Alaska or, you know, in the country. So, so where could, if somebody, uh, you know, listens to this, goes, checks out your music, they got an event coming up, where can they find you to potentially book you for a show here in Alaska? Give us your yeah. details. Normally, um, you can reach me directly at my email and I can either say that now, or we can put it in the links below. We can do both. You could say it now. Yeah. Um, so my email is Eleonora. That's my real name. E L L A N O R A. And then period Nelson N E L S O N at gmail.com. Most people reach out to me via email a lot of people just direct message me on instagram which is ellie the letter k and then nelson um i have a facebook music page uh what is it ellie nelson music (laughs) and those are normally the main ways either like direct message or um through my email and we would love to play any event 
Nice. Who's somebody that you look up to in the business and why? Uh, like locally? Anybody. Mm. This is, uh, it's not even, well, it's not like a music they're, they're not involved in music, but they are like a female, like entrepreneur and following their passions and their goals. But I would have to say, um, Mel that owns Mel's on K beach. I'm going to get emotional, but she has gone through so much personally and just really put herself out there and like created a business and like stands true to herself. And, um, she's really, really inspiring to me. And then also my mom, um, she, has a business here in Soldana that she started, I think it was like 10, 11 years ago. She started her own school. It's called The Study. And this woman has- I, I, hear, the, I hear the commercials all the time. <laughs> yeah. This is Carrie Nelson from yeah. you know, The Study. <laughs> Speaking words of life over your child. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's my mom. Um, and she- you know, has her own insecurities of her own. And she has gone on to face those and got her master's, started her own business, um, really puts herself out there regularly, regardless of what that voice in her head is telling her, you know? And so that's, she's also very inspiring to me. Um, as far as like my, you know, my music, uh, like inspos per se, would definitely be like, L King, Amy Winehouse, um, Adele. I love all of them. That's definitely as far as like what they did with their music and do with their music. Um, and just the way that they present themselves. I just, I, yeah, those are definitely like my inspos for my music. If you'd nice. say. Yeah. Um, so tw 30 minutes has gone by in a flash. Any last minute thoughts wow. before we head off? Um, no, I just like, again, just love this little community and love what we're doing. And I'm just looking forward to seeing where this all goes. And um, yeah, I just, I feel honored that I was asked to do this podcast. Awesome. So, well, thank you. Yeah. We wish you nothing but success here at Mustard Alaska. I want to encourage everybody to, I'm going to put the links to um, Ellie's music into the podcast description, go watch the videos, download the music, buy the music, do whatever you can to support folks in Alaska. I think it's important that we support folks that are trying to make a difference. And uh, Elliot, it sounds like you're out there trying to make a difference. So we wish you nothing but success. And until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska.